You're listening to The Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The Owen 60 Pod for all the latest news from around the OHL. And now here are your hosts, Reese Dumaney and Colin Ward. Welcome to The Owen 60 Podcast. I'm Reese Dumaney along with Colin Ward. A jam-packed show again for you this week. It's our 42nd episode of the program. Coming up on a year. We're getting there, eh, Colin? Yeah, December 18th or 13th, 13th. I'd have to look. <laughs> yeah. I'm not good with remembering things, but um, yeah, we're, we're at about 11 months or so, just over 11 months, something like that. Um, so big milestone coming up for us. And who knows, we might do a, now we probably won't I do a one year anniversary show. I don't know. If Should do. On, I, I was kind of thinking since the world juniors and how, the guys we have from our show, which we're going to touch on in a bit, about half hour, 45 minutes, we'll touch on that. But I was just thinking, we should have a show with just our past interviews or replay, like at Owen 60 Classics. Like ESPN That'd be Classic. like... Phil Tomasino, Connor McMichael, and Brett Rochu interviews. We should have a show of just those guys recapping it. That'd be pretty cool. Should we do a Twitter poll? You want to have an Owen 60 Classic? Uh, Chef, <laughs> can you call it classic? But yeah, that's another thing. I think if we look at our shows and like the classic shows, as I do the quote unquote, yeah, the, the classic shows for us. I think the first one is uh, Hunter Jones. I think yeah. that's the. I think that's the biggest classic to our show. It's the first guest the NHL we had debut on. happens. We yeah, yeah. Got the podcast is that a new thing? Yeah, is that a new thing when a player? Like when a player that we had on the show has their NHL debut, we just replay their uh, thing. That'd be cool. Yeah, that'd be cool. Replay their interview. Yeah, we'll have to do that for sure. Yeah. I think if they make the World Junior team, I think throughout like the Christmas break and throughout the tournament, we have to. Yeah, because I I can't really see us doing a show the week of Christmas. Yeah, the week before that will be the World Junior preview. Yeah. That's yeah, so, uh, I mean, we've been re- we've been doing yeah, a little leading up to the world, on Canada. Hey, leading up to the World Juniors, we'll post the interview. Yeah, interview. like once it, like once they like re- like once they release their roster. Yep. Like then we'll release. It. I mean, Connor McMichael's a lock. Phil Tomasino should be a lock. He should be the way he's looked. He should have made the team last year, and he. I mean, eh. this year. he's top gonna make top. it this year though. If, I mean, if Byfield and Thomas played limited minutes. And I know Thomas Cena, yeah. but like if Byfield and Thomas were playing limited minutes, yeah. But I, th- I just think no Phil Thomas. I just thought even last year, Phil Thomas was the best player in the league. And that says a lot. I mean, oh, I get to was. see Liam Foodie play every home game, basically. Yeah, he's up there. I just yeah. think he's the real deal. Him, Aiden, Dudas are fun to watch. Thomasino and Dudas are my favorite to watch. They're Not bad. So eh? fun. They're so fast. They're always moving. They're always doing something. Yeah. It's nice when you have a guy that's productive, right? Like, you know, you're going to go out there and at least do something good. Yep. Not going to go out there for 30 seconds, just skate around and do nothing. He's always doing something, which I love about his game. Yeah, so uh, we'll, we'll decide what Quick happens. Quick preview with- for the preview. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what else we got for you today? We got uh, World Junior Update, obviously, a camp going on in Red Deer. They had a day off Monday, back on the ice Tuesday. Um. Show oh, guests are lighting it up. We're going to discuss that this show as well. Yeah, there's like six guys. Yeah. I think it's six. Yeah. But maybe uh, before, not. I mean, maybe having a blonde that. moment. <laughs> maybe <laughs> a, it may be a borderline blonde moment here, but yeah. I think it's six. Yeah. But before that happens, uh, a little run through of the headlines uh, in the Ontario Hockey League. And we'll start with uh, Jonah DeSimone's Movember campaign. Of course, we had Jonah on our show last week to kind of discuss the Movember campaign this season and uh, give us an update on how it's going. But to, as of Monday afternoon, he has raised uh, $2,156. He has met the goal, which the goal is 2000. It says it's 2,111. So I don't know if that's just changed or number 11. Said he was number 11. That's number true. 11. Very true. One, one. So he's obviously met that goal, and November is not over yet. So and you can still donate. For the, grow. Yeah, you got a week. Week from yep. today, you can. Still yeah, you donate. can go to Jonah D. Simone's Instagram bio. The link to his November page is up there, and uh, it's on our Twitter as well. Tribute. Yep, 
Yeah, we've uh, retweeted it and liked it and Facebook did everything you can to it on Twitter. Yeah. I think we had it Great on our cause. Instagram story, but obviously that's gone. So. I'm yeah, and you, I mean, yeah, you still got a week to donate. Yep. You got a week from today. Yeah, so. So good for Jonah, and that's going along pretty well. Yeah. But uh, good guy. Yeah. I hope, you, I hope the listeners here enjoyed that interview as well. He's yeah. a great guy. I think he wears a ladder for the Ice Dogs. At least next That'll year. That'll be close. This year's up in the air. And someone else, I think. This year's up in the air yet, anyways. So we don't know, but I think yeah. Jonah Jonah's, Jonah's a leader. Yep. Panophemus, as well, is a leader. When we had him on the show, that's another one when they make their OHL debuts. When Gavin Bryant gets Nelson. his solo lap in London. And Gavin. Yeah, when Gavin gets his solo lap in London there. <laughs> Called it a fact. We'll be there. Mark it down. Oh, for sure. Probably. Break in. Break yeah. into the button. Sure. <laughs> you go through the back door. Sure. Probably will anyway. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All good. Um, I, I do want to touch on this, and we'll have a discussion about this, because, you know, we're very into NHL 21. Yes, sir. The OHL or the CHL, sorry, is doing a uh, esports tournament. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we and won the pod. We won the podcast showdown. We did. Got we got the gold in our uh, jerseys. Kitchy in overtime. Hello, I looked like Dadsuk behind the net there. <laughs> the yeah. Bitch. Yeah. So um, again, hopefully, round two takes place. Yeah, hopefully. Uh, in the early new year, February, March, around there. We'll see. I'll do March again. We got to do it March again. Yeah. But if there's no season. I'll get the video. I'll get uh, I'll get Adobe Premiere going. I'll get a video done. and <laughs> Every, home, hell every game. It. Every game. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Man, that jinxed us, though. Well, that I won't do it every though. game. That's a little. That jinxed us, though, in game six. That was my fault. I lagged out, though. <laughs> Didn't we my both? Internet, my internet cut out. I didn't finish that. Didn't game. we both? I don't know. <laughs> no, that was. Game I know I didn't. Five. No, that was game four. No, I three. Out in game, game three. three. Game three. Game three was a game we both lagged out. I remember yeah. that. That was terrible. We had it. But it's been pretty decent so far. I ha- I've lagged Same. out only a couple of times. Yeah. Branford Internet. How can Branford Internet be worse than Della? Because well, mine's good. You just, you just answered your right own now. question, Branford. Wow, that's a compliment <laughs> to me. Thank you. I appreciate that. I'm trying not to tear up right now on behalf of the citizens of Delhi. A Branford citizen just said Delhi. Oh, Thank man. you. Appreciate that. Branford. Right. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so from every CHL club, one player will be competing for the title of. And I don't know what they're calling them the title of. It's a Memorial Cup tourney presented by Kia, like eSports something. Whatever. I just pulled up. Uh, The the first article I saw was Mason Howard, so I've got him uh, pulled up. And a lot of guys are saying that their signature move is the Datsukian flip. How can you even pull that off? And then a couple guys going DM the me back you know to happen. You got the spinorama, obviously. You uh, got the jump over the stick and dangle the guy's <laughs> jock strap in the rafters. Great answer. That's, my guy That's my go by the way. Fit, oh, here's the roster. His signature move, I score goals. Great answer. I yeah, love man, that. I, what's your go-to celly? Glass celly. Yeah, yours is the glass celly. I always that's I just like, a tribute to you. I like you're the bat that. flip one, but I also like the uh the salute. I like yeah. That. Man, I'm trying to look here like at the roster from the O. Who's the best player from the OHL? Like I don't know. We got Luke Moncada. Yeah. No, I mean experience, experienced bat. I want, he's probably a conservative guy. Think so? I don't think he's a dangler. What dumps the puck in, you know? No, 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 what? not that. You, you can't dump you think the puck. He plays in. Stan Butler hockey where he gets the lead and <laughs> yeah, he starts yeah. dumping the puck in. <laughs> Play the trap. It's like the. Yeah. It's like, you got like you're just like a minute into the third period. All right, boys, <laughs> we're up one. Right, dump and chase. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, probably Mason Howard will be good, but I can see Mason Howard just running around, just running around, hitting hit. people, blocking shots. He got He's got to be a shot blocker. Yeah. 
penalty kill just diving all over the place. Yeah. Never know. Uh, yeah, they're calling it the Memorial E-Cup from November 28th to December 17th. Not so. bad. Mississauga's got Ty Collins. too. Yeah. London has Max McHugh. This is just a that's announced. Kitchener mm-hmm. has Graham uh, Dickerson. Uh, Kingston has Braden Hache. Uh, Hamilton has Zachary Roy. Yeah, so it'll be streamed on Facebook Live and Twitch. And Guelph has a... I think they'll have play-by-play guys doing it. Probably. Do we volunteer? <laughs> Do we? That'd be insane. <laughs> the thing is, though, the thing is, though, if somebody messes up, I'm just going to talk to him. I'm not going to, like, I'm going to trash talk him. They go on a deke and miss a net. <laughs> I do that pass, all the time. buddy. Where are you going? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm Bye. constantly messaging the other team <laughs> as it is. So that would be interesting. Just get the toe drag going or off the skate around the defender. Oh, bye. You see ya. Yeah. A shot doesn't leave the ice. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know why that happens. Hey, if it hits off the pad and gets a nice rebound, it's okay. But when it, yeah, but it doesn't do anything, the, it just but goes, when it misses the net, it's just like or it goes right through my feet. Yeah. Or you that's try wrong. and go skate to stick, even though that was very why unreal. is it? Yeah, yeah, that's been happening to you. Yeah, that oh well. One yeah, more headline December. before we get to the before we get to the break. The Erie Otters unveiling their 25th anniversary Love jersey. Love them. Out of 10, out of 10, I rate that an 8.5 taking over the driving rankings. Yeah, I get – I'm around five. I, I, I don't like, you just don't like the gray. I don't, I don't like, like the, the gray. Like I don't like gray either, but I just think that yellow part on the jersey looks good. That's just Yeah, it does, but I think they could have done something a lot better with this. I just – the yeah. gray is nice. Like, there's not a lot of gray hockey jerseys out there, so that's kind of – in terms yeah, of you like can wear them difference. home and away. You can yeah. wear them home and away. Because yeah, baseball, like, you see white against gray all the time. As we yeah. were talking before, like, we started. Yeah, like, in terms of it being different, it's for sure, like, you don't see gray. But I don't yeah. know. I think they should have done, like, a reverse retro. Mint, there's a topic. If the OHL does reverse uh, retro, the Rangers have to go Dutchman. Like the old junior B. Yeah. That would look so sharp. The Knights have to go nationals for sure. You're going to say no spider That's a horrible jersey. No. Yeah. That's the worst jersey in the OHL history. By far. It's not even close. Those those like burgundy, like purplish jerseys, the Spider-Man jerseys, like the comic books. Those are horrible. Are terrible. The Windsor Space Spider-Man jerseys were sick. I like those. When they did that one night for Superhero Night, those were cool. Man, that's the best part of the OHL when they do like these uh, nights, like Niagara School Night games and stuff, and they actually get like the jerseys. Yeah, they Those had a kid cool. design the jersey, and they the wore be- it. The thing I'm going to miss the most this year is the teddy bear toss when they wear the ugly Christmas yeah. uh, sweater jerseys. Those I things know, are eh? so cool. Those things are neat. And, and teddy bear toss is well, probably even, the biggest exhibition game of the year. Even like, with the teddy bear toss, like you get to watch the fans behind the nets throw the bears. So it's over the match. And they get stuck in the net and it's just they're hanging there. And it's like, oh, it's it's so and the fun. player and the players love diving headfirst in the piles. Yeah, too. oh yeah. You have to. But yeah, that's that's probably the game I'm going to miss the most. Like the regular season game I'm gonna miss the most. I know like it might not be a big deal for some people, but it's I think like that's just a big deal. Like, I mean, yep. a lot of people like that are not privileged or Unprivileged kids in the communities of these cities that have OHL teams, they're not able to get the Christmas gifts as maybe the typical or average person can get. And I mean, that means a lot to them able to get the teddy bear. That's a good Twitter poll. Which game do you miss the most um, from the OHL season? And we could word that differently because that was probably worded pretty poorly, but. Our options could be we could go. What special? What OHL special? What regular season OHL specialty game or yeah, promotional are you game? The you most. You can Teddy see Bear the Remembrance toss. Day game. Remembrance Day. Yeah, Kitchener is pretty cool every time. Same. Same within London when they have like the tank or stuff on the yeah. ice. Those are cool. And I mean, tank, remember? Insane. Yeah, their Remembrance Day uh, things really cool. The specialty jerseys for that's really good too. Yeah. Um. Sure. So two. 
Remembrance Day to me would be the biggest. I know I just said that about Teddy Bear Toss, but Remembrance yeah, Day but in the background the, of Remembrance Day the and like what the purpose is. is just, I don't know. It's maybe crazy. it's because maybe maybe it's because every year when I was with the Ice Dogs, I'd be on the ice like interviewing players, like doing that kind of stuff, like while yeah. the teddy bears were being cleaned up and everything. So maybe that, but I don't know. Just the teddy bear so, toss game is just it's it's something you don't want to miss. Like every year, I'm gonna try and make at least one, just because it's it's awesome. For sure. Yeah, I had two last year, I think. No, one. One. So, Teddy Bear Remembrance Day. What would be another big event game? Christmas game? But it's not really around Christmas. No, yeah, there's not a lot of boxing because of the Christmas break. Yeah. And the Christmas game? New Year's Eve game? The New Year's 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 Eve every day. Do they play Hamilton? No. Depends on the year. Okay, that is what that is what the league needs to start doing on New Year's. So like you know how what, the world geographical juniors? rivals. Yeah, London Sarnia is a classic home yep. and home. A Hamilton Flint, Saginaw. Yeah, Hamilton Niagara. A Hamilton Niagara home and home. A Guelph Kitchener home and home. A London Sarnia home and home. Peterborough he, Oshawa. Oh, that'd be nice. That's that's probably one of the biggest rivalries in the OHL. Yep. Awesome. That's probably the, that's the oldest. Yeah, uh, yeah. Kitchener, Kitchener, London's pretty big. Windsor, London's pretty big. Yeah, would that be Windsor's biggest rivalry? You think London? Yeah, I think. I mean, it's, the fans love Sarnia. it. Sarnia would be yeah. Sarnia would be ideal to me, yeah. just because it's close. But I feel like London would be so big because they've went at it so many times. I mean, you got the yeah. Taylor Hall John Tavares matchup. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. tough. Um, so yeah, we might do, we'll do those three. We'll do those three. We'll do the new year's Eve game. We'll do Teddy bear toss and remembrance day. We'll have that up on Twitter at the Owen 60 podcast, which all rival, all geographic, the most all geographical rivalries. We'll have to put in like brackets yeah. Yeah, because so. that'd be cool. London Sarnia is great for new year's home and home. That'd be pretty. Why home and home? Cause that's what it was last year. It's always been a home and home. What new but year's Eve, new year's day. So New Year's is on a thir- on a Friday, right? Thursday, Friday this year because it's a week after yeah. Christmas. Christmas is on a Friday because I know that because of Thursday night football. Go Broncos, by the way, big win. So uh, Steelers are <laughs> shush. So I just think that'd be cool. To- they always do like the Sunday before, like so they play Friday. The Sunday it would be in Sarnia. Yep, and then the new year's eve or whatever would be in london and it's always packed which is pretty cool yeah so again that poll will be up on twitter at the own 60 podcast have your say and that's that we'll have a discussion about it next week when we see the results but uh, after the break players heading to europe getting prepared for to come back or getting prepared for there to be no season because it seems like Europe's just going to keep playing right through it and just, you know, working hard and going at it. And um, it's a good situation if the OHL ends up saying, no, we can't do this because there's 3,000 cases a day or uh, hopefully we don't get to that, but uh, we'll see what happens and we'll have a discussion on that. Also, World Juniors are underway. Day off Monday, they're back at it today. So we'll get into how all the OHLers are doing and looks like a goaltender from the Ontario hockey league is the front runner for the starting job on team Canada this year. So we'll have a discussion sure. about that, possibly uh, hear what uh, Craig button had to say, or even let you know what Craig button had to say about him. And so and we have an alumni on the move. We do. We do. So all of that coming up on the rest of the show here on the Owen 60 podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 podcast on Facebook as well. The Owen 60 podcast. And of course, as we mentioned before the break, Twitter poll for this week. What OHL specialty game are you missing the most this season? Is it the Remembrance Day game, the teddy bear toss, or the New Year's Eve special classic game, whatever you want to call it? 
have your say (laughs) on Twitter at the Owen 60 podcast. And before we get to OHLers heading over to Europe for uh, other options until the OHL comes back, Ryan Murphy, former Kitchener Rangers defenseman, just thought we'd give a shout out to him. He is headed to the KHL. I know he's, yeah. And uh, he was drafted by the Carolina. Uh, Carolina Hurricanes originally. And obviously he's headed over to Minsk. And for those friends fans out there, you know exactly what Minsk is because uh, that's where David did his work and uh, left Phoebe. So just a shout out to friends there for you. But... <laughs> <laughs> Go uh, off. Yeah. No. <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> Ryan Murphy, the captain of the Kitchen Rangers in his final season. That was in the 12-13. That's crazy. Season. And I, yeah, I can't believe it was that long ago that he played in the league. 27 years old. Yeah. We're old. Well, he's old. <laughs> we're 27. Yeah, but, we are, but we're getting old. 12-13. We, like, we were 14 years old. 14, yeah, 14. nine. Yeah. OBA champs that year. Hello. Not a big deal. My team won four games. Yeah, that was actually, a, that's actually, a very honestly that's a very unfortunate year when you guys went to the finals there and all that stuff happened. It's like, what? Didn't you guys go to the final? You guys went to the finals the one year, right? No. <laughs> oh, I thought you told me you guys went to the finals. It's like, oh, God, there. no. Oh. Um. Okay. No, actually, 2012, we made it to the final four of OBAs and lost it to Cumsey. Oh, okay. Yeah. Brutal. And then yeah, the next year, my first year in Brantford, we won four games. But one of them was Guelph, so <laughs> suckers. That's the best team to beat in baseball. Yeah, I see one of their end. guys got a gym. I miss beating them. Hilarious. I miss beating them because I got so mad when people from the country, from Simcoe, came in and beat you. From the country? Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So uh, now the so players? Yeah, like, man, that's 27. Yeah. And if you think about that, the next year after that, the captain of the Kitchener Rangers was Ben Finelli. That's cool. That's a cool name. Alumni names. Man. Do we do that next week? Do we come with the best alumni from alumni each team? Alumni name bracket. Alumni name bracket. You know what? Let's do it. <laughs> Let's do it. That'd be Did so you have cool. To come up with the name again, and then from each. Yeah. That would be cool. That's tough. It's a lot of research. No, uh, just go to the team's roster and just go through it. Well, Steve Azerman, remember that? <laughs> Buddy said his name, Steve Azerman. <laughs> that was brutal. <laughs> Steve Eiserman, Peterborough Pete. Hey, now. Go Wings. Yeah, we'll see. Uh, we'll find out. So, on to the first current players. Yeah. So, we got Alex Belange going to uh, Nuke in Finland. I hope I said that right. Yeah, this is part of the fun of naming these teams. This is going to be, yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. We get to try and name them. And if we're wrong, we laugh about it because it's funny. Yeah. M-U-I-K. So, Muke. M- yeah, it's Muke. Muke hockey. What? Muke. Oh, it says Muke hockey. I just read the thing. <laughs> How do I get a Muke oh, jersey? Oh, my God. <laughs> Got Muke. So he has one point in two games over there in Finland. That's probably easier to say. It's a junior league, right? Yes, it is. Yeah, thought so. Uh, on to the next one as I'm scrolling through this. Yeah, I know. You've been – yeah, like I've been trying to find it. I can't find anything on um, a list of these players. I know I've seen um, that whole Brant Clark situation and what's been going on with that and – even we can get into a discussion about that if you want, about uh, that team's intentions of just keeping them for the entire season and not just having yeah. them on loan. Yeah, which is interesting to be and, honest. And is, and is that why you think more players haven't gone over? Because if teams are just wanting them for the rest of the season, because obviously Brent Clark will make whatever team he's on better, just that's the way, that's the player he is. Yeah, and, for sure. Is it just a matter of, He's no, I don't want this pick. guy for a month or two. Like, yeah, and he's a top five pick. It or something, or you know, amenities for this guy for thirty to sixty days. Where if I had him for say three, four months, five months, then yeah, it's definitely worth bringing him over. 
Yeah. I think the Brant Clark situation is different than everybody just because he's in his draft year. Yeah. And I mean, Mason McTavish, Brendan Othman, as well, other players that are going over to Switzerland. Uh, those guys as well are guys that I'm surprised it's alone. Uh, there's rumors about McTavish going over to Europe all along, even before this even started. Even yeah. last year, I remember hearing rumors during the season, oh, McTavish is only a one six a rookie season here, and then he's gone. Which I I don't agree with. I don't think he will go. I think he'll stay. I think he'll come back right away because he's on loan for sure. But yeah, that's interesting. I kind of, I mean, it's all up in the air. I wouldn't think they'd uh, let him go though. I don't think he would go to Europe. It has to be a legit European. I think. League, I think when it's a capacity. question about if he comes back or not, I think that's when you just pull the plug and say no. If there's a chance that you stay, then no. Because yeah, not a chance. Yeah. That chance could start at there's like a twenty percent chance that he stays. Whereas if he gets over there, he starts to like it. He really gets like a, a good bond going with a couple of his teammates, and he starts building yeah, relationships, ships, and playing well. He goes, "Do I really want to come back? No, I don't. Sorry, guys. I'm I'm staying in Europe." Also, scout availability. If there's a lot of scouts there that are watching you play and you're getting a lot of interest, for sure. Why would you leave something that's working? Yeah, well, I mean, when your future's on the line too. There's right? scouts there, but again, it's it's a limited amount of scouts just because it's in Europe and they're not sending ten guys yeah. to Europe. There's maybe two or three, maybe. It's all it's all like how we're watching. It's all remote. Yeah, it's all digital. Well, that's what scouting will really be for the next year or two. So yeah, again, depending on how many are allowed in buildings. But on to the next, Martin Haas. From the Gulf Storm, nineteen-year-old check is going is well on loan to check. Uh, you can say H C Benetaki, then B E N A T K Y Benetaki. Sure. Oh, if I come on, if I nailed that, you know how pumped I would have been. Play the wings, goal horn. That would have been awesome. He you got that in less attempts than Sprawlia. Yeah, that was a rookie move. By, by the way, his new mask for Acme Bathurst, pretty good. Saw a picture on Twitter. It's not bad. Solid. I'll, I'll look. I'll look at during the break and then I'll come back with my reaction. All right. Out of 10. Judge sure. out of 10. Good plan. On to the next uh, show guest, you could say. Uh, articles about him and with him, uh, Brendan Othman from the Flint Firebirds is going to Switzerland along with Mason McTavish. Same team, right? Uh, I believe so. Uh, yeah, I believe so. It's just not on here. It doesn't show McTavish's uh, team, but I believe so. That's a cool duo. That's pretty cool. Yeah, and again, that's the best opportunity for them at this point. The Flint Firebirds, obviously, where they're at in their uh, system, they are prepared to win and go for it right now, whereas uh, maybe for Mason McTavish, the Peterborough Pete's a little bit different situation. Akil Thomas more than likely not back. He's obviously in, he's in Europe as well. Uh, Hunter Jones, uh, doubtful he'll be back as well. And, you know, for McTavish about him staying, it might be a lot. Yeah. Like we talked about it, it might be a better idea for him to stay there and have a better opportunity to, um, you know, get scouted and, get higher up in the draft but yeah yeah and i think that's the reason why they're going i mean those guys are middle the middle middle rounds in the first round you could say middle picks in the first round yeah 15 20 range 15 25 they just want to move up that 5 10 spots maybe get into the top 10 because mm-hmm. they're close they're close i mean francesco pinelli is another one who we had on the show who could go high yeah i'm sure he's on the radar as well yeah, I'm just looking here. Mason McTavish on Elite Prospects. Still rumor. Yeah, Peter yeah, it's still ru- yeah, it's still a rumor, but it, yeah. I don't, probably happened. Yeah, this isn't us breaking any news or anything. Yeah. You know, we're not sitting by our campfires and breaking news. So, yeah, on to the next player from the Sioux Greyhounds. Yep. Armir Pitlick is uh, staying in check. Yeah. HC, here we go. Stadion. Lido Marice, L-I-T-O-M-E-R-I-C-E. Okay, you know what this is like? You know what I feel like right now? I feel like when, like, the Euros come here and we're just botching their names. Oh, yeah. I feel like the opposite right now. Like, some person in Czech's making fun of me right now. 
some person, <laughs> Finn, is making fun of me right now. Yeah, hey, I, I mean, mean, I apologize. My bad. Never know. Yeah. Here, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give a, give an attempt at this. Oh, you got it. Yeah. Oh, here we go. HC. Oh, nailed that. <laughs> hey, had a boy. Let's go play the wings. Go hard. Uh, on. So I had that. I'm two for two for sure. HC hockey club. Lito Maurice. Did I get that? Or did I say rice? That's what I'm putting up. I think I said, no, that's Lito. what I'm saying. I don't actually know. I think I said Lito Maurice, but it's could be rice. Lito Maurice. We're close. We are definitely close. We'll have to hit up someone in the check that knows what they're talking about. Go on Twitter right now. I'm going to look at Czech Republic. First person that comes to mind. <laughs> hey, how do you say this? <laughs> Complete stranger. Oh. Next one, we got Nathan Dunkley from the London Knights. Here's a tough one. You have it? I will. Okay. I'll go first. Audic Sval. <laughs> Audix Falls. Uh, no HC. Audi- we it off to a good start. Dang. <laughs> he makes us more confident. All right, go ahead. Oh, it's after. Oh, okay. Go Audix- ahead. Audix Vol. Audix Vols Hockey Club. HC. I even went with the hockey club. I'm going Hudix Falls. Yeah. Yeah. H. Just put up a poll on Twitter. Who said the names a lot better? Oh, God. <laughs> Those are crazy. Oh, we're on to the next. There's like a million names on here. You're scrolling through. Yeah. Oh, that's the most recent. That's the most recent. But there's two other, there's two more for sure over there that are not having bad starts. Uh, Chase Stillman from the Sudbury Wolves and uh, Logan Mayu, who I love his game from the London Knights, played for a lot of nationals last year. Smooth player. You can, he can run the power, play for London Knights up to next year at 17. He's that kid. Uh, He'll slide in for Ryan Merkley and just play, be the defenseman on that power play. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, uh, Chase Stillman over in Denmark, uh, five points in five games. Do you have him out there? Because this can. is an interesting Again, this is U-20 Col- name. This is this Colin is- going off of his list. I tried looking, and I just oh, it, I it's a lot of my life. I was up very late yesterday looking, looking up for names. Yeah. yeah, it's hard. Um. All right, go ahead. S Jerg U20. I feel like the B side silent. S Jerg U20. Really, up here I've got I've got the same first. So I'm going Esbjerg. Yep. But they have Esbjerg Energy. That's oh, a white name. Why didn't I read that? Come That's on, a great Colin. name. That is. That might be the best year name. Year That's name an team awesome bracket. team name. Hey, let's rate the team names out of all the OHL players. All these European <laughs> bra- names. Let's make a bracket. Who wins? Yeah, where all the OHL players are going <laughs> to play. When, once McTavish and Offman's come out, we'll make a bracket. Who has the best one? Just all have right. some fun. Yeah, That's why not? In quarantine. Still waiting for the season to start, so. Yeah, and Logan Mayu has an interesting one too. And I think I nail this. I think I nail this name. I probably won't because it's not the Euro accents, and they have a lot of different accents, right? Yeah. So I probably won't nail it, but I feel like I got it. So Logan Mayu from the London Knights is playing in SK LeJohn U20. That's that has to be. SK I'm, going, I'm just going SK Leon. Leon, eh? Yeah, like. Like that dumb commercial. Oh, I got this couch at Leon's. <laughs> what a stupid commercial. Shout out to, to Leon's. Uh, if you want a sponsorship, uh, hit up the 160 podcast. You can reach us at 160 podcast. That's what I'm doing. My, Just no me. S at the end. And again, there could be a, you know, obviously yeah. a, uh, what do you call it? A accent or something on it. But ask, yeah, ask Leon makes sense. Or it could be yeah. like a hard SK Leon. No, that was pretty bad. <laughs> Whatever. Three, That's the fun of three, doing this. He has three points and six games played. I'm actually hoping more players get over there on loan just so then next week, round two. 
round two of saying these names. I'm going to practice all week, though, now. Eh? Are you? All week, I'm going to practice. If someone goes there, I'm just going to say the name all week. I'm going to look up videos on YouTube, like, of their team. Because <laughs> you can't find them on, on like, their TV packages. Because some of these, like, tier three junior yeah. leagues aren't on TV. So that's tough. Yeah. But that's all the players that are on loan as of now. Probably will be more. Yep. I mean, it, there also gets to a certain point where you go, is it really like beginning of December? If anyone goes after the beginning of December, I think that's just a waste. Yeah. Because, is it even worth it? Because the time you get there it, and then you like, you'll be pretty much a Euro. You'll have to come over the same time they do. Wow. Well, there's a the thing. same time they do. And like, it's, it's a month. And then you got to come back. Yeah. Whereas Chase Stillman's days. been over there for how long? And Logan Mayhew like, too. Yeah, like they're getting there the most month. out of it because they decided to leave a little bit earlier than others did. Yeah, it's been almost a month. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So, yeah, so that's a loans for this week. I'm next with the loans presented the by Reese and Colin trying to sound European. <laughs> I don't think it worked. Your discretion is advice. Yeah. Give the advice. Rated rated PG nine. I don't know. I just I just made up a number. <laughs> we'll have to put on our show. Rated, this show is PG nine. <laughs> yeah, but it's they need options to play, and with yeah. Peel being on lockdown now, you can't really get ice time. You can, but you might have to drive all over Hell's Half Acre. But yeah, and I mean. Will other arenas open up to put people from different districts or areas or counties, whatever? Yeah, exactly. Will they even allow them to come in? Because I know there's a lot of mayors that are upset about people going shopping on different places. Well, I mean, unless you're in Niagara Falls, where you're putting up a welcome sign on on one side of Lake Ontario, projecting over to the Toronto. Be smart, people. Be smart. Be smart. Like, why would you want people from a place that's locked down to come over? I don't get it. Brantford does. That's the thing about Mason McTavish too, eh? Or uh, Brant Clark too, about not being on loan. Because, I mean, we talked about uh, Mason McTavish before. More than likely will be alone. Yeah. But with uh, Brant Clark as well, if he his decision might come in December, probably around next week or the week after, he might make a firm decision. Because if Toronto gets shut down for multiple weeks and it's a month for sure yeah but two weeks from two weeks two weeks from now we're gonna know for sure if it's gonna extend or not and more than likely as of now it will it will so if you see that the chances of the season are very very slim when the biggest area for the league you know it's not for the league but i mean toronto's the biggest city in town biggest city in ontario by far (laughs) it's the biggest city in ontario by far so i mean if they're shut down that region shut down a lot of our players come from around there yep there's not a chance that it will continue so so then if i'm brand clark yeah i take the jump and i take the chance and go over yeah and it's it's just a matter of waiting like that's you can opt out and you can opt out the year after as well yeah yeah. Just make sure you get options. The agency's got that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've got they've got all the help with that. But uh, uh, yeah, sure. that's that's Bruce and Collins' European segment for this week. Uh, Whew, not good. Yeah. Not good. Oh well. <laughs> we'll try again next week. Yeah, for sure. Hopefully, maybe. Yeah. So time for a break. When we come back, it's the World Junior story again. They got underway last week. Day off Monday back at it today so we'll discuss that all the standout players Colin for whatever reason is rubbing his hands together and um, <laughs> it's like he's got sandpaper or something but uh, yeah <laughs> that's an inside joke between me him and a couple other guys but <laughs> and you're dying laughing so uh, we'll take a break come back in a fire story yes. and uh, I have a funny not a stat but a funny story oh, I love it the 1987-1988 World Juniors involving yeah. Team Sweden. So we'll, uh, we'll get to that next here on the Owen 60 Podcast. This is the Owen 60. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at the Owen 60 Pod for all the latest updates and news from around the OHL. We're 
Welcome back to the Owen 60 podcast. I'm Reese Demaney along with Colin Ward and World Junior Time. We'll probably end out every show from now on until the tournament is over with uh, World Junior updates and talk. And of course, you can follow along World Juniors at HockeyCanada.ca. And well, they're not the only team that is getting ready for the tournament. The Swiss Junior National Team just released their camp roster and it includes a couple of uh, of OHLers. We'll start with the Niagara Ice Dogs with the Swiss Slugger OHL or Owen 60 name bracket champion Giancarlo. Well deserved. Well deserved. Shanton. (laughs) The Swiss Slugger. The Swiss Slugger is the best nickname in the OHL. I think so. It's not the best name. Well, it won the name bracket, so it is. Zade Wisdom was. Yeah, that's. Yeah, Wisdom probably has the second best name. Yeah. Okay. Second, I'd go second wisdom, first chant, third modern. <laughs> Just naming over the Joe name. Rangers up there. He's Wait, fourth. That's an awesome name. He lost her all offs. I think so. Yeah. Like the second round. That's when we. That's Ooh, when we discovered. Fans. That's when we discovered the London. Effect. The London effect. Yeah. yeah. The London effect. <laughs> we had Arbor Jackeye from from that, Kitchener. So I think that was the final four. I think it was Mutter Jack Eye for I think it was I think it was Mutter versus Shanton Jack Eye versus Wisdom. I know that's what it was. I'm gonna look we, right now before we get into our you know actual segment that we were supposed to be talking about, but there we go. Okay, so the final four was Giancarlo Shanton against Zade Wisdom. And then in the Western Conference was Austin Swankler against DJ King. Oh, so I was wrong. You were wrong. Way wrong. Come on, Colin. Be better. Don't suck. DJ King got a bye through round three, and so did Zade Wisdom. Yeah, um, we, gave, we gave Wisdom the bye. I no, think. he didn't. <laughs> he had the most votes the previous week, so. Oh, yeah. So he was bye. like. That's how it went. Okay. Just like Shanton got there. I didn't remember this for the alumni. So, uh, yeah. So, in the, I guess it'd be quarterfinals. Uh, Shanton beat yeah. yeah. And Swankler beat Roloffs. Joe Ranger lost in yeah. the second round. Joe Ranger lost to Mutter in the second round. That was the second? Yeah. It was week seven that he lost, but it was wow. the second round. Week seven. That's a solid run. Get the week yeah. seven. Yeah. I Luke, forget. Luke Moncada lost in round one. Yeah. Who did you take from Sudbury? Lupinen, right? Cal- yeah, Lupinen. Or you took Lupinen. Yeah, you took him and I took uh, Costa. Yeah. And then the, there was a battle of goaltenders. Joe Ranger against Kari Piroinen. Yeah, the, the memories of the name bracket. I know, eh? Looking back <laughs> that was on awesome. it, that was that was a fun run. That was a fun that run. That was. I love the hype going into it too each week. I know, eh? You got hype, but I mean, it's legit. Yeah, Who has the best name, and Shincarlo Shanton, the Swiss slugger. Do we do it? Is the Swiss season? for sure? For have, sure. Do we do season two. For sure, Shanton automatically gets in, so there could be two Niagara Ice Dogs. Let's do two Niagara Ice Dogs because if you win, you automatically get in. Unless, but okay, never mind. There's no, there's no two from the Niagara Ice Dogs. Only there's only two if Niagara has a guy that replaces him. So if there's two guys with good names, they get in. If the previous winner, wow, that seems complicated. Yeah, what? <laughs> yeah, just makes Shanton in it. What's the big deal? Yeah, but if he Niagara, won, he should get an automatic back. Yeah, but Gushin, yeah, but Gushin, the goose is loose. Yeah, but sweet, I name. guess. So the bot. So what we do? Twenty-one names. Yeah, <laughs> one extra because the defending title. Oh, no. Here's what the defending what title team gets a chance to have two, and uh, oh, the Swiss slugger Shanton gets the buy through the so first when? round. Through the first round. But then who does he play in the second round? And that's where things get complicated. Get one called. Man. Good one, eh? Uh, um, 
By yeah, the way, that second name that I was mentioning for the Swiss national team is a defenseman from the Owen Sound attack, Noah Delamont. Who came over from Acadia Bathurst, I believe. Played in the queue before. Yeah. Yeah, Acadia, Acadia. Yeah, whatever. I just said the English version. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like the Teton. It's a Teton, but it's, it looks like Titan. That's yeah. what, that's Acadia what Bathurst, Teton. Yeah, that's what can bug a lot of people. Again, that's probably the same effect as former center fielder for the Jays, Kevin Pillar. It was probably Pillar before he became famous. That's for sure. Like, come on. For sure. Arthur Callie, I will turn into Cleave. And what a joke. That's awful. Athanasiu in London will turn into Athanasiu. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Um, There's some more names. Yeah, there's some more names, but. Is it Kadri or Kadri? London, it was all Kadri. Kadri. Isn't it Kadri? That's what I thought, but in London, I was like Kadri. Mm. Potato, potato. Yeah. Anyways, uh, to the World Juniors, the uh, first two red and white games took place this past weekend in Red Deer, of course, and a lot of OHLers on display. Phil Tomasino, Connor McMichael, Brett Brochu, just to name our guests. Um, not a big deal. Yeah, I know, right? There's uh, it's all, all going to make with the team. Suzuki's there, like Jameson Reese, who's been playing Unreal at that tournament. Yeah. So it's, Jameson Reese is a, is a stud. I like the way he plays. Yeah. He's one of those guys that slides right perfectly into an Aiden Dudas role from last year. Mm-hmm. Him, Ridley Gregg. Ridley Gregg, when he gets going, that's another one. No, no, dub. Those guys can play in the shutdown line, no problem. Because I think Canada's biggest problem after watching the two games, I th- and I know I can't really say anything, and I think this is kind of a minor problem. I think they have too many skilled players. Mm-hmm. I think Canada is too good right now, to be honest. Because we were talking before we went on air like an hour or two ago. We were talking about that, about how Canada has at least three high 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 prospects skilled prospects on their top three lines yeah it's always like that it's always like that but this year when you get dylan cousins first round pick jack quinn a first round pick two buffalo guys you have Connor mcmichael first round pick you have kirby doc nhl player i mean you get multiple guys there i mean phil tomasino probably the best player in the ohl in my opinion the guys like that that are high high skilled for prospects who are nhl ready prospects playing on the third line possibly i mean quentin byfield's going to light the tournament up yeah you said that last week that's might be a minor 160 effect but quentin byfield gets i think at least a top forward at least a top forward spot on the all-star team at the end of the tournament he's just gonna be he's gonna light it up well do you have him as your mvp yeah i think so one of us Cause we had that discussion last week about, who, I didn't know who I picked. Cause obviously without Lafreniere there, he was the MVP last. Uh, I think last he, tournament. I think we both had him. So I don't remember who else I'd pick. I think Tomasino has a big tournament. I think Phil Tomasino has like a Liam foodie type yeah. tournament last year. I think, I, I think Tom- I had McMichael. Yeah. Michael. And then I had Byfield. Yeah. He's going to score a lot. Connor McMichael's going to score a lot. He finds a way to get in scoring areas, but there's an, it's all skilled guys. I mean, they're all first round picks. They're all high skilled. I mean, their defense, the top three defensemen on that team, all high first round picks. I don't think Canada, I know. I mean, Canada's always had really good teams, but I think this is probably the most probable future NHLers. I mean, there's always a kid on this team on a, on team Canada. that's not going to make the NHL, but I think this year is like one of the first years where you can honestly say, Every player might make the NHL from this roster. It's that good. And in net, Brett Brochu is the answer. Brett Brochu, two years ago, two years ago to this day, he's playing junior C in Dresden. Everyone that's listening, think about that. You're playing junior C mm-hmm. at 16 years old. You're playing junior C. Two years later, you're at the World Juniors, and so far you're the best goaltender by far. He's the best goaltender by far in the two games. I mean, short sample size, but – I mean, almost 40 saves in the two games, a game and a half, you could say. Uh, by far, he's been the guy. Craig Button, I agree with you when he was uh, mentioning that. But that he's a favorite favorite to be the starter. 
but he's right. I mean, Brett Rose shoes played too good right now, not to make the team, which is great. He should have been drafted. He's a worker. If you know anybody in the hockey world that works harder than Brett Rose shoe, I would love to meet the guy. I would love to introduce him to the Detroit Red Wings because you need that guy on your team. Yeah. That's what I try to say about Brett Rose shoe. He's not, you're not going to find a harder worker. He's going to get the job done. And I could see him having a Tyler Parsons type tournament. Uh, he did for the United States. And that's what he's going to have for team Canada. Yeah. Hot take. Well, and you look at guys who aren't even drafted. And when you talk about Brett Brochu, he obviously he was passed over this past draft and uh, was not selected, but I'm going to switch gears here. And I don't, um, want to take anything away from Brett Brochu because he has playing been playing phenomenal. I think what he made twenty seven saves on thirty shots. Yep. Uh, in Sunday's game, so obviously that's very impressive. That's a nine hundred save percentage, and that's where you want your World Junior goalies to be at. You want them to be at nine hundred or higher. But yeah, in terms of the youngster and Shane Wright, and you said that you Ooh. had him making the team, and I and I had. I had him not making the team. I think it comes down. And I, th- I, I think, think it comes down to that. Sorry, the Ottawa Kingston rivalry. Yeah. Sorry to cut you off. No, and it's it's funny the way they put this together. And um, looking at the forward lines for the first game on the weekend, so on uh, on Saturday, who he was paired up with, and it's not like he was on the fourth line of the uh, of the red team. He was on the on a line with Ryan Suzuki and Jack Quinn. And now when we talk about bubble players from the OHL, those three. those three are them. You could possibly put Jameson Reese on there, but the way he played, I think I he, think he's working his way up to not be yeah. in a bubble position where he's on the fence of whether he makes it or not, but yeah. You know, I, my opinion hasn't changed. I still think Shane Wright is just off the mark in terms of making the team. Obviously, he's he, he hasn't really looked out of place from what I've seen uh, at camp. Yeah, I, I was too worried about certain, that. There's just a certain awareness, I think, that you have as an experienced guy in camp and uh, the amount of years you've played, it, whether it's at the OHL level or some guys at the AHL level or NHL, whatever it is, but... Yeah, it just seems like there might be not as much hockey sense from the youngster where in terms of cousins and um, Doc and some of the older guys that are just. Yeah, well, those guys are first round picks. Yeah, Yeah, obviously. Well, Shane Wright's going to be a first round pick. He's going to be a first overall overall pick. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I'm, I'm still having Shane Wright not making this team, but. This kid has been phenomenal at camp. You can't even take that away from him. Yeah, I mean, if he plays too good, right? It's kind of like the Brett Brochu situation. Yeah, fair point. He plays too good. You no, can't I'm, really not, I'm not saying for sure he's situation. not making it. It's just yeah, I don't think that he will. Yeah, I see. There's yeah. still a chance. Obviously, I'm not. I don't. I'm not coaching the team. Like I'm not making the choice. So. Yeah, I mean, I think the top six from both red and white. I think that makes up the team right now. Honestly, I, by looking at that. And, like, from what I've saw so far, like, yeah. play-wise, I mean, Jack Quinn has scored a beauty the other day, yesterday, or two days ago now. He scored a beauty in the second game. Mm-hmm. I I still don't know. I think it's there. I think this year's team's a lot easier to make than last year's team, like, for the coaching staff. There's a lot of guys that are really close. I mean, you got the Suzuki's that, that's really close with uh, Jack Quinn, with Shane Wright. Those guys are right there. They're bubble guys. Yeah. But I just think well, that even, top... even the position they're putting Cole Perfetti in, like that first game, Cole Perfetti played on the fourth line with Hendricks Lapierre and yeah. uh, Jacob Pelletier. The thing is with Perfetti, I don't know how much of a complete game he plays with, like with guys that yeah. need to play a shutdown role. That's the thing with about Hockey Canada, right? Everybody, everybody on that team is the best player on their OHL team. Everybody there is the best player yeah. on their team from junior. I think that with that problem is they don't have to play that shutdown line. They don't have to be a shutdown line period until the playoffs, till the final, till the second round of the OHL playoffs. 
that's when the matchups really start to begin. Because if you're a good team in the OHL, that one versus eight series, it's not that much. It doesn't mean too much. It it's does, not but that it much. Yeah. And it's more of a know the system, get the playoff system going, learn the playoff, make sure you know it. If you're a good team, you can do that if you're lucky yeah. enough to be a good team. So that's why I think for Cole Perfetti's situation and being on the bubble, yeah, he's a goal scorer, but realistically, is he going to play on that power play unit over a guy like Connor McMichael, who's a 50 goal scorer in the OHL different, as well, who's cousins. a returning guy or a Dylan Cousins? Clark. Yeah. Bill Tomasino. Does he, does he play over those guys who are a year in front of him? I don't think he does. And he's a great player. He's a great player. I just don't think he plays on that line this year. And I think we're near looking at it. You could take a guy like Ridley Gregg over a guy like Cole Perfetti, just because a guy like Ridley Gregg, a guy like Jamison Reese are going to play that shutdown line more. They're going to be more valuable to that shutdown line over a Cole Perfetti defensively. And I think at the end of the day, that's just going to come down to, I mean, Akil Thomas, Aiden Dudas last year. Perfect. Byfield. Perfect. Yeah. Perfect example. Those guys can do it. They could do it last year. I just don't know throughout the tournament you're playing Russia in the gold medal game. I just don't know if he's the guy on the shutdown line. Yeah. And that's a good problem. Yeah, no, no, that's a fair he's point. He's a great player. I'm not, I'm not saying he's on the fourth line here. It's just, he's listed on the fourth yeah. line. And yeah, I mean, that's what we have to do to kill Russia or kill Sweden. You're playing these guys to compete for a roster spot. So this really isn't the lines one yeah. through four. It's just who they yeah, have just to be playing with. Yeah, that's true. I mean, in what we do, we cover what we see, right? So yeah. Yeah. And in terms of what we see, you had mentioned the top two or the top lines for each team. You got Poulin, Byfield, and uh, uh, Peyton Krebs on the nice. line. Yeah, Vegas. Or uh, uh, Team Red in that first game. He's another NHLer. Yeah. Yeah. And then you got McMichael, Cousins, and uh, Graham Clark. Talk about a line for white. Talk about a line. Yeah, that's a line. I mean, like we said, one of those teams from red or white could win a medal at the tournament on their own. Yeah, I I agree. It's, it's, again, that was the first weekend. Like, but so far, though, you can read into it, but it's tough. So far, though, in the two games that we saw, the best player on the ice to me, from the OHL would be Phil Tomasina. Jamie Drysdale's looked really good though. Drysdale's yeah. looked really good, but I just think Phil Tomasino has looked terrific. His skating. He's is what I unreal. thought. He's what we thought he would be. That's just what we'll say. Yep. He's what we thought we, he would be. And he's going to do that. Brett shoot. I expect that. Cause he's just a worker. He's going to work his butt off every time. Connor McMichael's a goal scorer for sure. Show guest. Connor McMichael's in he's in. Phil Tomasino is in, not officially because he's not a returning player and he still kind of has to earn it, you could say. Yep. But Phil Tomasino is in. Brett Brochu is the only guy in the bubble because they have four goalies there. There's three goalies. They're going to take three for sure. If there's three goalies, yeah, he's in. Yeah. But Brett Brochu is going to end up, he might not be the number one on the first day of unboxing day game, but he will be the number one goalie going to the hopefully gold medal game. Yeah. I mean, it's all, all expectations. We didn't put on the Canadian Jersey. It's gold medal or nothing. Right. So yeah. hopefully he's in, he's the guy, which I believe he will be. He just works his butt off. And I know, I know Ternier loves those guys that work hard. I mean, that Ottawa team grinded you out all night long. And that's the thing with Jack Quinn too, where he knows him. He, he has a trustworthy spot as well. Yeah. Uh, and there's still one more red and white game to take place and who knows they may make cuts after that they may wait until the first weekend of U sports games which by the way some not breaking news but uh ray ferraro gordon miller on the call of those U sports canada games nice they get their pre uh pre tweet from ray ferraro so uh, that's good that'll be pretty huge and of course that's coming up uh saturday november 28th 6 p.m that's six games and then uh next day at 6 p.m as well so and that's six games, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure they play six games. And it's not even against a U Sports All-Star team. It's against the university teams. No, yeah, it's a University of Alberta is uh, is one of the teams. Maybe. And then I'm trying to figure out who the other one They're is. They're not bad. U Alberta and Mount Royal. So Canada will probably play the white team first against the first game. Then the next night they'll play the red team. They'll probably keep the same teams, right? 
and then once yeah, they and unless they make cuts, right? Then they'll have to overlap, obviously. But. Yeah, I don't think they make cuts until the fifth game. The fifth and sixth game, they'll want their team to play because the exhibition. There's only two pre-tournament games, right, in the yeah. bubble. So they'll want their team. I think for four games leading up to it, like last year, that's what I think they'll want to do. Yeah, and if those last four games they take place, each December goalie 5th, gets a start. December sixth, yeah, December twelfth, and December thirteenth. Really, if you're a goalie, you only really need three, four solid outings mm-hmm. to win a job. Yeah, well, I mean, Repro Shoes seeing 30 shots, if he is the guy to come away with the job, he's he's already seen a lot of game action. And, and it's, But that's the thing about Brett Brochu, too. Brett Brochu playing in London really didn't face a lot of shots. Tristan Lennox didn't either. I guess Saginaw outshot a lot of teams as well. But London always outshot teams because they were good. So he didn't really face a lot of shots. So no playoffs. We don't really know what he does when he gets outshot yeah. or when they get up, when the team in front of him gets on his heels. We don't really know. You're getting a text the same as I am. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I still can't figure out how to shut this volume off geez. on the laptop. Get a tech guy. Hit up Geek Squad. Oh, another one yeah. came through. Did it go off? No, like it what? just randomly what? goes off. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, again, like I said, the camp continues. Tonight is uh, the third and final red and white game. Well, tonight, geez, it already took place. So it was a 10 a.m. game. So you'll be hearing this after the game is over. But um, yeah, a lot still to be decided. The tournament doesn't start till Christmas Day. So oh, came through on mine. Did you hear that? Yep, not mine. Okay. I muted it, found out. Did you hear mine, though? Yes. Yes, I did. Stupid laptop. I don't even have messages open. Whatever. Me neither. It just randomly goes Stupid off. Um, okay, before we get to the end of the show, I did want to pull this up. Yeah, you have an interesting one. So, and thanks to Elite Prospects for tweeting this out, because this is hilarious. Broadcasters will love this. Anyone yeah. that's radio, media. The 1987-1988. World Juniors, the Sweden team had three forwards who were all born in 1968. For anyone that's wondering, that is the year after the Leafs won the last Stanley Cup in their history. That's a long time ago. Yeah. Getting up there. Getting close to 100, I think. (laughs) Probably. Yeah. Um, They had three guys. Born in the same year, named Stefan Nielsen. That's crazy. One was a left winger, one was a center, and one was a right winger. Same line, same line. <laughs> Stefan Nielsen, Stefan Nielsen. As I'm waving my arms, like I'm doing jumping jacks. <laughs> get out there. If you're the coach, that's all you do. Just get out there. That would be awesome. Can you imagine the play-by-play? Have their numbers 11, 12, and 13. That'd be hilarious. And then just, yep. Oh my God. 13 has it. 13, Nielsen has it. 13, or 12, Nielsen has it. 11, Nielsen has it. That'd be so tough to do. I mean, I always think the Russians are a hard team because they all end in like the same. Tournament was hosted in Moscow. Soviet Union. Wow. That's fun. That's tough. Wow. I know, eh? Yeah. Trying to pull up the full team list. Imagine they had like the leading scorer in that tournament. Oh. All right. Nine or 18 points. What nine year? goals, nine assists. Take a guess. What year? 1988. 1988 World Junior. Team again, Canada. You, you, no, not Canada. What, what country? Russia. 88. The highest scoring Canadian in that tournament was nine points off the off the mark. 1988. Top score from Russia. Okay, Datsuk's not that old, is he? Uh, it's not Datsuk, no. Because he didn't. Yeah, he was, he here's a hint, and this might give it away. He was drafted by Buffalo. McGillivy? Yeah. 
Nice. That gave it away for sure. No, I don't think so. Could have said a couple of guys. Yeah. Guess, maybe. Guess, guess who was four? Also from Russia. You should know oh. him. Oh. One of the five. Russian five? One year ago. Fedorov wasn't that old, was he? No. Who am I missing? It's Sergey Fedorov. So I got it. Yeah. Okay. He had 12 points. Okay, yeah, 88. 88. I keep thinking 98, the year we were born. <laughs> Beauty. Beauty. Yeah, because I was going through the names. Like, he's not that old. Or he's not that young. He's not that young. Yeah, Fedorov. Yeah. Solid. Who's a top of- Canadian? Who's a top Canadian? Oh geez, um, I just lost it. I gotta bring it back. Nineteen eighty-eight in Moscow, the top Canadian, Greg Hoggood, defenseman, led Canada in scoring. Wow, I wonder where they points. They probably didn't do very good. Uh, that's interesting. Two spots higher than him, the top uh, American scorer. Yeah. Nine points as well. That's what it's called. Jeremy Roenick. I was going to say JR. <laughs> I was going to say Roenick. I was going to say, is it Roenick? Yep. Solid. I would have went three for three. You would have. Wow. It's decent. You're going to sleep good tonight. <laughs> Attaboy. All right. So that's your, uh, that's your little history Fun lesson. One. Fun one this week. Yeah, it was. Well, lots to talk about. Yep couple blonde moments by me and i mean it's gonna happen i mean the name i mean name thing you just gotta get pucks in deep get pucks to the net yep the usual. Yeah. <laughs> four, right. lines. four lines <laughs> yeah all right well uh we'll chat next week thanks so much for everyone for listening and uh yeah play the horn play the wings goal horn